This is The Rounds Table. All right, welcome back, Rounds Table listeners. Uh, this is going to be a different type of episode. Uh, just testing it out. If you don't like it, please let me know. Uh, it's just me. I'm flying solo. And it'll be a very short summary of a recent clinical trial, which definitely caught my eye. The study was published in JAMA, and it was entitled Continued Treatment with Terzepatide for Maintenance of Weight Reduction in Adults with Obesity, the Surmount 4 Randomized Trial, published in December 2023. So maybe you're thinking, wait, what on earth is terzepatide? Well, think of it as like the younger, stronger brother or sister of semaglutide, aka ozempic. Terzepatide works in a similar fashion to semaglutide, but it combines both glucose-dependent insulinotropic polypeptide, GIP, and GLP-1 receptor agonism. And this leads to synergistic effects on reduction in appetite, reduction in food intake, and some very fancy metabolic function, which I will not go into here, which of course promotes the release of insulin. So anywho, the research question here was, what happens after you stop terzepatide? We know that when you start terzepatide, multiple randomized trials have shown it leads to like a 20% reduction in weight for those who are obese or overweight and have a complication related to their obesity. But again, what happens when you stop it? So I thought this was a neat idea for a trial. It's not often we see this where patients are randomized to stop something or continue something. So how did they go about doing this? Well, first off, everyone got terzepatide for 36 weeks. They called this the run-in or lead-in phase. It's not uncommon to have these types of phases in randomized trials. And then if at, if at the end of this 36-week period where everyone got terzepatide, if they couldn't tolerate the max dose, like 10 to 15 milligrams per week, they were excluded. Or if they got severe side effects, they were excluded. Whoever remained at the end of those 36 weeks was then randomized to continue the drug or take a placebo that looked and felt like the drug. So this was the double-blind placebo-controlled phase of the study. A few of the key inclusion criteria, uh, BMI above 30 or BMI above uh, 27 with obesity-related complications like hypertension, hyperlipidemia, key exclusion criteria, a type 2 diabetes, because again, terzepatide is indicated for adults who have type 2 diabetes, or if they recently used another weight loss drug. The primary outcome was unsurprising mean percentage change in weight from week 36, aka the end of the lead-in period, um, to 52 weeks later. So let's talk about who was included. There were 783 patients in the lead-in phase, and about 100 were excluded thereafter, often because of dose-limiting side effects. For the remaining 670 paid, for the remaining 670 patients. The average age was 49, 70% were women, 80% were white, and the average BMI was 30. So first off, by the end of that lead-in period, the average weight loss for all individuals was 21%. That's truly incredible. And it just goes to show, yep, trisepatide works really, really well, probably better than even semaglutide. Okay, so what happened um, thereafter? For the individuals that got randomized to continue 
Trizepatide, they lost another 5% uh, in body weight. And then those who got randomized to placebo actually gained back 14% um, of the weight that they had previously lost. So you can look at figure one and sort of beautifully see how once you stop the drug, if those who got placebo um, if you measure their weight thereafter, you can see it increasing over time, as opposed to those who continued on trisepatide, they had sustained and ongoing improvements. Some key secondary endpoints, you know, adverse events occurred in 60% of those on trisepatide and 56% on those who got placebo. Similar risk of serious adverse events, and uh, most of the adverse events were uh, GI-related. Of course, there's lots of limitations to any study. I think for this one, remember that these results really only apply to the individuals who've tolerated the drug for like 30 plus weeks um, and at a high dose. But this really nicely, nicely answers the question of what happens if you stop the drug, right? So we, we can clearly see that if you stop terzepatide, it's not like that magical 20% reduction in body weight you achieve just continues indefinitely. Nope. You stop the drug and you start to gain the weight back. Interestingly, it seems like you don't gain it all back, but I think longer and future studies will be needed to know that for sure. Anyway, that's it. Please, you know, let me know if this is a good format or a lousy format. And thank you to Sue Med, um, aka Sue St. Marie Physician Recruitment and Retention Program for sponsoring this episode. Um, there are lots of job opportunities available at the Sioux Area Hospital, as well as electives for residents, fellows, senior med students, etc. So don't hesitate to reach out to me if you have questions. That's it. Have a great day. The Rounds Table is hosted online at healthydebate.ca. Follow us on Twitter at Rounds Table. Thanks to our audio editors, Emilio Garcia-Flores and Arjun Sharma. Also thanks to Amol Verma, founder of The Rounds Table, and Kieran Quinn, the previous director. We'd also like to give a big thanks to Seema Marwaha, editor-in-chief at Healthy Debate, for all the support.